I'm Heather Roberts here with Jim Todd, who is the Director of Space Science Education at OMSI. And Jim, this is an incredible time for you and everyone at OMSI right now. It is. And we're just days away now from the angular eclipse that's happening on Saturday morning. So we have been looking forward to this ever since really 2017. And we need to have another opportunity to have another great show in the sky. You mentioned 2017, and I don't know anyone, they had to have been living under a rock if they didn't know what happened in August of 2017. I will admit it was a career highlight for me to be in Madras for that eclipse, to watch that total solar eclipse over central Oregon. But this one is going to be a little bit different. Talk to me a little bit about what an annular solar eclipse is. Well, annular, first of all, totality, it's a word that speaks for itself is that the moon covers the sun. With the annular eclipse, we have the moon that's going to be in an apogee phase, meaning our micro-moon. The moon is going to be smaller than the disk of the sun. It's going to create what we call the annular eclipse, which means the ring of fire. So that's what's lined up to be for this Saturday morning. It can be an annular eclipse. It's actually what many astronomers call another partial. It is partially blocked. Some places are going to get the ring. Some places are going to get deep crescent kind of like phase. And so we're all going to get a chance to see the moon moving in front of the sun create what we call the eclipse. And it's going to be a two and a half hour event. And some places are going to be four minutes of maximum when the moon can be centered with the sun and creating that visual of the ring. But of course, that all depends on where you are. You've got, we remember that from 2017. I remember being in Madras where we saw totality, but Redmond didn't. And I mean, and that's not very far apart. So where is this, this particular eclipse this year, this weekend, going to have the best viewing? There's going to be a very wide path of the shadow from the annual eclipse. And to places like Eugene, part of Corvallis, and Klamath Falls, and those are going to be in the line of, of, of the annular eclipse. Outside of that, it's going to be a, a, a partial eclipse. And, and so we're going to be in Klamath Falls because that's a, what's considered to be an ideal location and the climate and the elevation. Uh, the valley, that's not looking too good at this point, but the Klamath Basin is just outside of that on the east side, high desert, has a chance, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, it's, all, it's it all about the weather now. I mean, it's I mean, the eclipse is gonna happen whether we get to see it or not. But yeah. the forecast, even for Klamath Falls, not especially promising at this point. Even if there is some high clouds, you can still see the disk of the sun. Now, of course, we're in solar viewing glasses. We're trying to be an optimist that we'll get a break, maybe a very lucky break, and that we'll be able to see right when it, at maximum at 919, 918, that we will get a show. And that's what it's all about. I encourage people to do their homework, study the map, study the weather, get an idea where where might be the best place. It may not be Oregon out at all, uh, but uh, there are other ways that you can see the eclipse either online streaming or you can head down south if you can get down there fast enough uh, down to Nevada to Utah to um, places down south where they have a chance of clear weather because uh, getting a hotel room now and uh, 
Klamath Basin and what have you, they're all booked out. You're not going to get a place. I talked to a Klamath County Commissioner <laughs> recently, and they're planning for crowds. They actually worked with Crook and Jefferson County officials to try and kind of anticipate the crowds, and they are planning for thousands of people, and maybe thousands of people disappointed by cloudy weather, but I, that remains to be seen. Yeah, and there, there's several events that are happening down there. We have the, you know, the Clip Fest, and then we have Crater Lake Lodge, and we have NMY, and we have various locations. They're going to be expecting a very large crowd, which is a good thing. I'm glad to see that people are excited. They want to see this. This is a really almost in a once-in-a-lifetime experience to see it from Oregon. We'll get other eclipses, but this is an opportunity to see it in our own backyard. You mentioned once-in-a-lifetime, but at least for me, it's now twice in a lifetime. Well, admittedly, I'm not going to brave the crowds of Klamath Falls, but why do we had two eclipses? It feels like so close together. I don't remember one in Oregon my entire life, and I'm a lot of years old. And so to have two within the same decade just seems so strange to me. Is there a reason for that? Well, it's all about being at the right place at the right time. The solar eclipses are a little tricky. Um, we can have one or two solar eclipses every year, but you have to be at the right place at the right time. But now we're just talking about the state of Oregon. Um, when we have two within a few years apart, a decade and so on, um, it has happened before, but, you know, this is what memories are made out of. That you remember these two events. We're going to be continuing to talk about these two events the rest of our lives. That uh, people are still talking about 2017. What an incredible day that was. You can't really top it. And I remember saying that day, we're just not going to top this. We just can't. But 2023, okay, that's another one. And many people have never seen annular eclipse, which is a great opportunity to see one. And then after that, we'll get partials and learners, but we're going to have new memories will be made from this one that's coming up on Saturday morning. This one is not necessarily worse, even though it's not totality. It's just different. That ring of fire makes this one unique. So we're not topping or, you know, comparing them because they're really two different events. They really are. And frankly, it's also more dangerous because the angular is 5% of the sun that's still being exposed. And so you still have to wear your solar viewing glasses. With the totality, during that two minute, we got our glasses off. We can see the plasma. We can see the color. We can see the problem. It was amazing. But this one, it's imperative, especially showing children how to safely view the eclipse for four minutes maximum. And even in the partial, no matter how much, you still have to wear the solar viewing glasses. And most people remember that orange disc with the ring. That's all they can really see. You can't see everything like the totality. But with the angular, what you're seeing is the ring. That's what people want to do. Now, uh, honestly, I've had many people say, is this really worth it? Absolutely, it's worth it because you won't see it again. And you're going to be hearing people talking about your friends and family and say, oh, did you see it? And you may regret it if you don't get out there and see this uh, eclipse coming up on Saturday morning. I still have my eclipse glasses from 2017. So I am set. I, I'm, I'm not going to see it in its you know full glory, but I do plan to go outside and go watch for it. You mentioned that danger, and that is simply just a danger to our eyes, right? This is a, you can damage your exactly. vision. Yeah, 5% five, five at the lot. And so 
It only takes a, a few seconds to damage your eye if you try to look at it directly. Having a certified ISO solar viewing glasses is imperative. Uh, if you still have 2017, uh, many say that they should work indefinitely, but they cannot have scratches, hole, or been wet, or they're loose from the frame, and all of that. You just check them, and if you have doubts about the glasses, listen to your instincts, go out and get new ones. It's very important to do that, and so check them out. Do your homework. We have still have plenty of solar viewing glasses here at the Omni store. Um, in 2017, they were the hot tickets. I mean, we could not find solar viewing glasses anywhere. And some will show expiration dates on them. Um, but for the most part, the 2017, as long as they're not broken, they should be fine. Do we know yet if there's going to be another one? Is there another one on the calendar at this point for Oregon? Well, there will be partial. I mean, we'll have partials on Lunar to enjoy. As far as the solar eclipse goes, uh, we're going to have 2077. It's going to be the next closest eclipse, uh, that a major eclipse that we'll have in Oregon. But that, for a lot 20, of people, that's a long time to 2077? wait. 2077? Yep. I'm, I'm going to guess I may not be around to see that one. That's <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> yeah, well, and people always got about 2024, uh, April 8th. And uh, that one's going to be until totality along the East Coast in the United States. Well, Jim, we are out of time. Jim Todd, the Director of Space Science Education for OMSI, thank you so much. That eclipse starting Saturday about 9.19 and lasting until 10.39 in the morning. Hopefully the skies will be clear enough. We just need them to be clear enough. Then we hope so. And we're going to have a live streaming from Cape Fall from my telescope. It's not the same as seeing it in real person. But if it's clear, we'll be able to break through and, and hopefully we'll be able to broadcast uh, this uh, eclipse from Oregon worldwide. That would be amazing. Well, thank you so much. You're listening to yeah. FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.